Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside Video Games with your host July Diaz. I'm here with a very special guest, John Asante. Hey, how's it going, July? Good, how are you? Doing pretty well, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, this is a new thing I'm doing. I'm going to start paying my guests. So, let me just... I'm taking a dollar out of my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. There you go. Thank you for appreciating my time with an actual dollar. You hear that? Crisp $1 bill. Uh, it's not that crisp, but, you know, it's a dollar bill. It's a dollar bill. You know, I could have probably found a more crisp dollar bill, but, you know, who cares? Uh, but we're talking about a very special game today, Super Mario World Yoshi's Island. Yeah, Super Mario World 2 is to be specific. Yeah, it was. Yes. A, yeah, so even though it was... It came out in, uh, what, in Super Nintendo in 1995, and even though it's called Super Mario World 2, it's actually a prequel to the first Super Mario World. Weird. But, um, yeah, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Me and my siblings played it constantly. I love the game so much. Um, I love the first Super Mario World, and this one, I think it's a masterpiece. The music's great. I was watching the intro earlier today. It, it has a crazy story to it. Um I mentioned this before we started recording, but I didn't know uh, Mario and Luigi were twins. Yeah, I, I don't know who wrote that storyline in, <laughs> which is crazy, but I guess they're wacky fraternal twins. But the whole storyline's weird. It's like Mario and Luigi are delivered by a stork because, you know, that's how babies are made. And all of a sudden, this, like, weird, wizardy uh, turtle named Kamek try- sends a, like, so her minions, her his minions in the night to steal the baby. Only gets one baby. The other baby, being Mario, drops on a Yoshi's like this Yoshi's like uh, like Utopia Island. All these Yoshi's, and they have to like send Yoshi or send Mario back to to uh, be with his brother. Right. Yes. Yeah. Story. Absolutely. Yeah. And you uh, find you find yourself as baby Mario on a Yoshi. And each level, you're being passed on to other Yoshis to sort of navigate and escape uh, um, the wizard. The wizard. Yeah. And so the cool thing about the game is that it's like one of the first games that's only centered on Yoshi. Like, you don't play as Mario at all. He just sits on the back all lazy like, like a baby. And Yoshi is licking his way through shooting eggs. I thought that was the, most, the coolest thing is that you use his eggs as, like a, as a weapon. Um, and it's all like targeted. You can literally kind of focus on like hitting a block or hitting an enemy. You eat the you eat the enemies to turn them into eggs. And then the way you keep your your energy or your um your life is not just like mushrooms or just like bits of time. It's like literal time. Like how many seconds of time can you keep like Baby Mario on your back? Yeah, yeah. It's, and yeah. I read about this online. That apparently, uh, you know, the concept of egging houses wasn't didn't appear until after this game became really popular. Get out! Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember egging houses in high school. Um, not gonna say whose, but like, I never linked the two. Like, it just it never made me think. Oh, I'm gonna egg a house because I'm using Yoshi to egg someone. But 
That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god, that's so crazy. Yeah. Actually, this is not true. But as you, like you mentioned with the music, the music alone, I could listen to that. Like I watch a couple of videos on YouTube myself. I was automatically brought back. It's really symphonic. It's really um, kind of like chill and jazzy at some points. And then at the boss levels, it gets just like stupid dramatic, like orchestra, like opera level dramatic. Yeah. I'm going to put some music in right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like also a very like visually pleasing game. It's not it's a 2D game, but it looks 3D. And what I read was that there are these certain there's a certain like I can't remember what it is. Something in in the Super Nintendo system that was only used a, a few times by a few games. These uh that opened up a bunch of sprites that made it actually like look 3D, like very layered and textured. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsor. Hey everybody, July here. Just wanted to give a shout out to Nerdist for hosting me on their network. Uh, I'm sure you noticed uh, the new theme. Um, I'm very excited to be a part of the network. Can't wait to see all the fellow Nerdist podcasters out in the hallways and such and give them some high fives and burritos. Yeah, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island is definitely like, you can see the correlation between that and something like Paper Mario because that came, you know, Love Paper Mario. Oh, such a great game. That came only, I guess that was probably about five, eight years later on like yeah. on, on N64. Yeah. Uh, but this is probably like one of the most unique games, in my opinion, on Super Nintendo. Um, and the replay value is so great. And the like the storyline is so deep. Um, the characters are all really wacky. And it's like a very interesting puzzle. It's not an easy game either. It's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. But now I automatically have like revelations or like uh, memories of like what happens when Yoshi gets hit by an enemy or you step on something and baby uh -huh. Mario starts crying. Right. That got stuck in my head for years. Just like the incessant crying. And that was like your mission to stop. Like, because anytime baby Mario got hurt, he got into this all of a sudden in this like vortex bubble. Like a, he was like bubble boy. You yes. Know? Like that movie bubble boy uh, with Jason Schwartzman. And he just floated in the air. And it was as if, it was like you were trying to beat all the enemies at the same time, but also save baby Mario. So it ended up becoming like a whole calamity. Crazy. And yeah. uh, Danny Trejo was in Bubble Boy, too. Oh, my God. Was he really? I didn't yeah, know. yeah. And Zach Uffinakis is in there. Jeez, I got to rewatch Bubble Boy. We got to rewatch Bubble Boy. <laughs> and here's a clip from Bubble Boy. What are you? I'm an astronaut. No way, Mom. I'm, I'm some kind of Bubble Boy. How do you take a dump in that thing? Nice. <laughs> Seriously, um, I would totally recommend that to people. Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Like, I'm so glad it's on the SNES Mini. Um, I need to go get one of those, too. I would, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's worth it. It's worth getting. I'm checking the time. It's worth getting one, for sure. Nice. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I've read that there are other versions of that game. I guess they updated it for, like, the DS and all that. Mm -hmm. But I think the Super Nintendo is, like, really your best bet with it. I mean... Like, literally, some of those, like, uh, like the bosses are super weird. I remember the one, one of them being a ghost, another one being, like, a yellow guy in, like, clown pants. Um, the end, the actual final boss, this isn't really a spoiler. It's actually really hard. But the final mm -hmm. boss is crazy where you're fighting, like, a big Bowser, I think. Uh -huh. And you're just shooting these eggs that are, like, twice the size of Yoshi. And you have to hit them at such an arc 
And the arc is hard to predict in a 2D game. You have to hit him at such an arc that it hits him right in the face and knocks him back every single time. Yet the whole the ground underneath you is just shattering and just like you have fewer and fewer places to jump. And also the way in which Yoshi looks, it's not like he's looking sideways 2D. He's looking at his boss, I mean at his like enemy. So you have to like you're actually trying to figure out how to do this at, like on three different levels. It's it's one of the wow. wackier games. Yeah, it's one of the wackier games I've played. I've beat it a couple of times, but when I see people do eight hour run throughs on this, I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> Not, yeah, it's too much. Yeah, cool. Well, yeah. Is there any other final thoughts you have on the game? Um, I just hope that people revisit it. I mean, it's been out for gosh, what we're talking about. Like, next year will be 25 years since it's been. Yeah. out? Yeah, I just hope like younger generations find out about this i mean any kids playing like modern warfare modern warfare whatever it is at this point two or three in call of duty or like red dead redemption and um you know any of those games like go back and like play play an old school mario game like this is one of them like the ones you should play i agree go back to what made these new games good you know go back to the classics <laughs> now john do you have anything you want to plug yeah, so I have a podcast called Play It Back. Uh, I, I, full disclosure, I have not updated it recently, but <laughs> I'm hoping to get a new season up, uh, let's just say sometime in the near future, but it's essentially uh, conversations I have with people about songs that have changed their lives in some way, shape, or form. Um, the latest episode is with a musician talking about how a song by... Oh my God, I'm forgetting the name. Sorry. Um, <laughs> how a song by um, The Who changes life and actually got him into playing the blues. Um, and then um, I work at Stitcher. I'm a senior producer here, but I'm actually leaving. So actually, by the time this comes out, I'll be at my new job working at Neon Hum as a producer there, managing producer there, and creating all sorts of different podcasts. So yeah, that's about it. And remember, keep gaming. Awesome. Cool. Can I have the dollar? Oh, mark? oh, wait, but I thought you paid me for the podcast though that was why you gave it to me like that yeah that's nice like service. just for the show it's just like a fun thing for the show but i'm gonna need the dollar back but you but you gave me the dollar like that was just part of the deal right yeah because i want people to think like i'm starting to pay them i can't i did the math on it and i can't feasibly pay every guest a dollar but but it's but it's just a dollar i mean how are you gonna keep us going if you can't pay me the dollar well i'm on contract to do 67 episodes of this show uh-huh got take your damn dollar now leaving nerdist.com enjoy your burrito